Welcome back to Becoming Your Best Version, a podcast in which I get to interview amazing, inspiring women whose paths have crossed mine, whose stories continue to bring light into the world. And today we are excited, I am excited to have Michaela Fontanelle here, joining us from Italy. And Michaela is a life and mindset coach and entrepreneur who pivoted a few times. At age 44, she swapped a manager's life for a less ordinary life and became a travel blogger and publisher. At 56, she started her coaching practice with the mission of helping women over 50 step out of an unfulfilling life, get unstuck, set clear goals, and achieve success beyond realistic expectations. Michaela is passionate about healthy living and the art of growing young and sharing her knowledge with like-minded women who are ready to open up to limitless possibilities. You can learn more about Michaela and her work at magic50.com and rockytravel.net. You can also follow Michaela on social media, including Facebook, Magic50, Instagram, Magic.50, and LinkedIn at Mickey, M-I-K-I, Fontenelle, F-A-N-T-I-N-E-L, on LinkedIn. So we are having slight technical difficulties because Michaela is in Italy near an American military base, but we are going to proceed and do the best that we can uh, because we are women and we know how to do that. Welcome, Michaela. Oh, well, thank you, Maria. Thank you so much for the invite. I'm very, very excited to be here today with you. Well, Michaela is just a really fabulous in woman that I am so blessed to know. She speaks four languages. She pivoted several times. She's coaching other women who feel stuck. And she has this fabulous travel business called Rocky Travel, which uh, says on its website, smart solo travel for over 50. She's focusing right now because of the current world conditions on travel in Italy, her beautiful home company, a country that I've been blessed to visit several times and hope to visit again with Michaela on Rocky Travel. So Michaela, let's start with your coaching business. What inspired you to become a life coach in particular for women in midlife? Yes, that's a good question. Thank you for asking. Because uh, I, I know that uh, uh, coaching was something that probably I did or have been doing in the past without even knowing I was doing it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I didn't really think, I never thought about becoming a coach, never. Uh, until uh, a few years ago, I started a self-development path. I was doing, you know, learning for myself, trying to grow. And I was embracing meditation, mindfulness, different things and courses, training online. 
And so I bumped into this training, coaching training. I said, oh, this sounds interesting. And I, I thought, oh, okay, I'm doing it. But I didn't really do it with much expectations or, or with no goal, real goal of becoming a coach. But while I was on, the, on this training, so many things uh, started to activate in myself. And I, and I said, Like I said, dear listeners, she's near a military base, which is interfering. Uh, really brought many, lots of, diff, lots of uh, changes in my, in my personal life. And it has activated and accelerated the whole process in, in different things that I wanted to, you know, to, to explore and to discover more in myself. And, um, and so I totally, I totally embrace it. And I said, I want to use coaching and these coaching techniques, and I want to bring my knowledge and coach other women to help other women uh, embrace this uh, discovery path of, uh, yes, of becoming their better selves. And also they, you know, to embrace change and accelerate change in, in our lives, because sometimes we, we all want to change, but then we just get stuck. Mm. And we just, uh, it's more comfortable to stay in our comfort zone and say, okay, and we don't go much further than, you know, we don't take enough action to move forward. And that's, that's what happens to many women. So that's, that's the mission behind helping other women doing the same. I love it. I love that you are using your considerable talents in this way to help women in midlife, because for me, with my book, 50 After 50, Reframing the Next Chapter of Your Life, I did a major pivot and I didn't really know where to start. And you offer women uh, concrete tools of how to change their lives for the better. And I love on your website, you say, no strategy or tool will work without clarity and alignment with your purpose, goals, and thinking. So how do you help women figure out what their purpose and goals are? Yes, you know, that's very, very curious because we all start from, from a different perspective and we all do this. When we set goals or we want to do something new in our lives, we, we really pick up a lot of energy from the external environment. Mm -hmm. And the big thing is that we don't know sometimes if it's our own energy or if it's the energy for someone else, maybe family members, maybe uh, co-workers, um, friends, uh, the society and, you know, the general cultural uh, environment where we live that influences us. That's so true. So we... And that's, that's true because you know what? Many of us, many women invest time and invest even money and time in things then, and they find out that, oh, that wasn't really what, what I wanted to do or that wasn't my thing because they, they, there is no alignment there. So you can really spend hours of your time tra training yourself and investing time in, um, in whatever self-development or learning new skills and uh, doing uh, starting a business and then finding out that that's not really what you want to do. You have to first find out what's really um, 
intriguing yourself? What is really moving you? What is the mission that you want and the vision for your life? And sometimes you will find out that it's at the opposite or maybe just halfway or sometimes it's close to that, but not exactly what you wanted to do or what you thought it was good for you. Yes. what I help with, what I want to help with is to really to uh, find out and find this clarity in life. And even, even if you have to give up something or if you have to say, okay, uh, I know that now I know exactly what it is that is. Because you know, there is one important thing that uh, if you are aligned with your soul purpose and with your, with your really deepest desire, you will find it so easy to move forward. And instead, if you are just struggling and struggling in life is because there is no real alignment with that. And I found it out, even with myself, I found out when I was struggling, there was no alignment there, 100% alignment there. So it's really important that uh, you do this work. And and sometimes it sounds a bit, you know, scary because I, oh my God, what do I have to do? Uh, but it's not as scary as you may think. It's really once you activate that in, inside you, it does come up because intuition insights just bring out the things out. And you will see because when you focus on the what and the why, so what you want to achieve and why you want it and there is alignment there, then the how is very much easy. It's so simple. Yes. Because uh, you are helped by the all energy around yourself, the universe, your soul, your mind is just directing you towards the th- and attracting the right things. They come into your life without, without even knowing. So you have to choose the easy way and the simple way by aligning yourself. Oh, that is so beautiful and so necessary for women to hear over and over again. Because although I have done a lot of work, I forget and I forgive myself. And what we like to say in the 12-step community uh, for recovery is that it's progress, not perfection. Exactly. And I love that you have a number of different services. You have private coaching, group coaching, and you even offer a free call, a free clarity coaching call where people who are considering working with you may evaluate whether you and that person are a good fit and whether you can work together. And it's 100% free with no commitment. That is so generous of you. So yeah. what, what is that like if someone books a free clarity call with you? What does it look like? Well, we, we first, um, I first ask questions and I have to ask questions. Well, uh, uh, you also have to ask to fill in a form when you register, but there are just a couple of questions, not many. But at the beginning, I will ask a lot of questions to understand where the person is and to to get an understanding of of what she wants and where she is and what she what her perception is of what she's what she wants and if i and i dig deeper if i see that there is an alignment there or not and if there is no alignment i will have to go deeper with coaching uh, questions and find out because sometimes there is straight away or almost straight away an alignment and sometimes there is no alignment at all 
And so I have to find out where the alignment is. And then when the alignment is there, uh, we go a little bit further and finding out what the next steps, the few next steps are. And after that, we'll see whether um, we can work together. I also see whether she's interested in, in having, in uh, investing in, in, uh, in achieving her goals. And then I will make a proposal and see. Otherwise, if I see sometimes I have had, um, I have had to say that I cannot help because there are many implications or that the, where I don't feel that I would be uh, beneficial for, for the person, uh, especially if there are medical situation involved or mm -hmm. really uh, tra dramatic, traumatic experiences behind. Because I'm not a therapist, I always right. say that. Right. I'm not a therapist and I don't want to mix the two things, but mm -hmm. I'm a good coach and I can coach uh, people. Um, uh, if there are some things that are uh, that we have to work and are in the past, but not really traumatic uh, experiences, I do it. But um, if there are more of them, uh, I don't think it's something that I can relate to and I can really... Um, help with and then I direct women to other people if I see that they have to uh, talk to maybe a, psych a, psych a psychotherapist or someone else so I really want to make a distinction because uh, uh, coaching has nothing to do with therapies the coaches coaches are not therapists yes. and uh, some some therapists are also coaches mm -hmm. but they they are trained as a therapist and then they also learn coaching skills and they do both so it depends. But this is uh, roughly how the coaching call goes. Yes. Well, I very much admire and respect your ethics in this area because there are, I have encountered some coaches who attempt to be therapists when they're not properly trained. So thank you for being so clear about how your services are uh, different than therapy. And I appreciate that. Yes. So can you also, uh, without, I know that you respect people's privacy, but can you give an example of a woman over 50 who has engaged in private coaching with you, who made a big leap and manifested something different in her life? Just a broad example of one of the clients that you have helped. Yes, one of the clients was one of the first um, and she came to me because she was um, looking for clarity in her life and she uh, uh, she was looking for clarity in different segments of her life, not just one. Mm -hmm. And uh, but because obviously you have to start with one thing after the other, you cannot do um, many things at once. We started with the most difficult one mm -hmm. <laughs> and something that, I, I wasn't sure whether I was uh, going to help her because it was uh, with something that I don't really go into relationship or things like that. And this was something that I helped her first uh, because that was the priority for her. And she had other goals along that line, uh, changing business, pivoting into another business. But we started with that one and, and I, we were successful because when I say successful, we are both successful, mm. me as a coach and the coachee also is making progress. So 
I was able to uh, activate something in her that she, it was painful because it was a process that was painful, but she could come to uh, a very uh, calm state where she could see everything with clarity and, could, and she could end the relationship. And that was, and she was really, you know, uh, embracing it with calm, totally calm. And, and I thought, oh my God, you know, you know, when coaching, sometimes it goes also beyond uh, what you think you are able to help with, uh, because coaching is really universal. Sometimes I say coaching skills and coaching techniques, they are universal. You can apply them. That is true. Very true. And, uh, and I was really happy to help her with that. That's wonderful. And if you go to magic50.com and read some of Michaela's reviews, she's described as a very compassionate listener who asks laser targeted questions and helps people have develop accurate views of their strengths and most valuable options. I love that. And I think, I know that through our conversations that you are an excellent listener who brings a creative approach to her work. And I thank you for that. I would also like to touch on your Rocky Travel business, Smart Solo Travel Over 50. She, Michaela, is the founder of Rocky Travel, a leading site for women over 50 who love to travel solo. She describes herself as a solo travel addict and outdoor enthusiast, enthusiast traveling alone in Europe and around Australia for more than 30 years. With many solo trips around the world and many trials and errors, she's gained a lot of experience and has learned how to make travel easier. She observes that travel planning can get overwhelming if you don't have the right resources and information, but she's able to share her experiences, her knowledge and tips to help us travel solo in safe, smart, and savvy ways. So Michaela, how did this part of your offerings develop? Why did you decide to start Rocky Travel? Uh, Rocky Travel, I consider, I don't have kids, but I consider Rocky Travel as my first baby who was oh. born <laughs> 13 years ago. Uh, when I I decided in when I was 44, I decided to switch from corporate life into freelance, and it wasn't it was a painful transition at the beginning because I didn't start with rocket travel straight away, but but it came to fruition. Consultant at the beginning, I was doing what I was doing in corporate life for a couple of years or less, and I hated it. I didn't like it at all. Mm. And I thought, oh my God, what I've done again, I was misaligned. It was not what I wanted to do. And I realized that I wanted to do something in life and in business that is that was more aligned with the lifestyle that I wanted to lead. So a lifestyle where I could travel and I could because this is one of my biggest passions. Mm. So I, I, I was traveling to Australia before making this transition from corporate into um, uh, freelancing. And I fell in love with Australia. So when I was there the second and the third time, I said to myself, I have to find a way that I, when I go back to Europe, to Italy, the, the trip doesn't end. 
it stays there and it's I, I shape it into something more and it's there you know it's like in like giving it um, uh, trans transferring the trip into something bigger so this is how rocket travel the rocket travel blog was born uh, as a personal blog at the beginning it was a personal blog that then uh, over a couple of years I, I transferred into a small business and that was the idea of helping other women uh, use travel and solo travel especially as a trigger as a motivator and a big activator for yourself to let travel show you the path because this that's beautiful I love that Travel has been so mind expanding. So for me. by being and by doing these amazing experiences, by doing these amazing experiences, I I I I, I just had these insights, and these insights were um, they were life changing because they gave me the insights and they shed the lights on my path, and they show me exactly what what was my my soul searching for. So when I found that alignment again, then I could, I could really start over again. And I started with rocket travel. So for myself and for other people, because I always say that a business, if you create a business, no matter when, especially when you are over 50, mm -hmm. uh, you have to look beyond, I do it for myself. You have to look for a mission for what you are, why you are, what is the bigger purpose behind? How are you serving others? Because this is how your business is amplified. Mm -hmm. And this is how your business is going to survive and thrive. So don't just look at something that you like for yourself. See above it, beyond, beyond that. That's, that's what is going to, uh, to, to move you forward. Ah, oh, that is so beautiful. And I would encourage you listeners, if you have any desire to go to Australia, to go to her website, rockytravel.net and pick up the ultimate guidebook for planning a trip to Australia. It's an ebook that is offered on her site. And she's done the work for us. If you want to learn key travel planning elements that you need for a successful trip, go to her website and pick up this book. Do yourself a favor. It is full of firsthand tips and tricks from a traveler's perspective. So Michaela, I um, love to travel. It is one of my life passions. Sometimes I feel fear creeping in as a solo woman traveler, because I have had a few bad experiences on the road. So what are some tips for women who want to do travel alone, but they're feeling fearful? Uh, well, I hear this lots, lots of times, and the majority of women uh, even in our age, in over 50, they uh, feel fearful sometimes of uh, traveling by themselves. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and the only reason that I can see uh, below the surface is because there is no... I'm sorry, you cut, you cut out. Uh, you said you can used to it. You have never done, and because you never you have never done it, you feel most the majority of women feel that is not. Oh dear. Um, hopefully she will come back. 
She also has an essential travel guide. There's a lot of mind chatter that goes on, mm. and but uh, we, with no real um, real reason for them. So to say, if you don't, if you have never done something, it's very very logical and also for our mind to protect us and tell us, look, you're never dying. That's maybe it's not something that you will enjoy it or you 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 won't be able to you want you want to join it you want it won't be something for you and so the only thing that i really um, suggest doing in this case because you cannot start a big long trip on your own if you haven't tried it out in a smaller portion so to say mm. so just try out something small and something maybe for a route that you have already done in the past with family or friends and years later, you want to go back to that destination. You say, I'll do it by myself, completely alone. I've been there maybe 10 years ago, 20 years ago. I go back there and I spend a, a couple of days, a week there. But I know where I'm going. It's just that I'll, it will be by myself. And by doing so, you are helping yourself, but not you know, uh, doing something too big. And, uh, and also tapping into something that is familiar with you because you are going to a place that you already know, mm -hmm. but you do it in a different environment, in a different situation. And just tune in into yourself and you will see that most of the time you will love solo travel. I agree. Uh, the majority of people talk to you and they see yourself and when you are engrossed in your, you know, what you're doing, what you're seeing, taking pictures or, you know, reading something, people, they will be always helpful or asking you, uh, have you found your way? Are you, are you looking for something? Can I help? I always, always have someone telling me, even if I don't ask, they, uh, they say, oh, can I help you? Are you okay? You know, so mm -hmm. this is something and it's very, very easy to make friendship. And, and make friends and strike up a conversation with someone. So uh, you will see that by the majority of cases, you will love solo travel. And then you will doing it more and more. And you will start growing into this and growing it the way you like it, you know, because everyone is different. Yes. And everyone likes solo travel in a different way. Uh, maybe you like it, you know, and you want to combine it with the uh, trips, uh, tours or group tours. You want to do your own solo travel and then you want to combine it. Some people want to do it just for sightseeing, cultural. Some people like to do it. Some women like to do it outdoors. So there are different purposes because we travel solo and uh, everyone, there is no right or wrong. Everything is right for you. Choose the right thing for you. I love that, Michaela. Thank you so much. And I would encourage anyone who is interested in traveling to Italy to go on her website, rockytravel.net, where she has so many great tips for traveling in Italy. She also organizes small group tours. If you're not ready to go by yourself, consider rockytravel.net, her trips for travelers over 50, from Sicily round tours to Dolomites hiking trips. 
She will help you explore lesser known yet beautiful places of Italy, meet the locals and know the locals. So take a look again at rockytravel.net for some really great tips. I love, for instance, that she observes that uh, those Southern Italians typically are louder than the Northern Italians, yes. <laughs> which is so uh, funny, but I have experienced that as well. And I love it because I tend to be a fairly loud person. In any, in any event, Michaela, you offer so many good things to women over 50. And again, I feel so blessed to, to have met you. I ask all of my guests the following question. What do you do, Michaela, to become your best version? Mm, that's, Maria, that's a very good question. And that's a question that I uh, that resonates with me a lot because uh, I'm very keen on becoming my best version all the time. So becoming the best version of yourself is not something that you achieve. It's a work in progress all the time. And uh, but at the same time, I don't want to stress out, you know, I don't want to stress myself with that. I love to observe myself and see the progress that I make. And whenever I don't make the progress, I say, okay, there is something that I have to uh, take more care of or find out why I am procrastinating, why I'm getting stuck with that. And uh, there, there are several things that I use to uh, work on that. I use a lot of meditation. I have lots of uh, meditation uh, practices that I do. And I also use them sometimes also with my clients. Uh, because I find yes, everyone can benefit from meditation. You know, your day practice—it's really what you. Yes, and we can really um, use that in everyday, everyday life. So it's uh, our habits, our uh, habits of choice. You know that we pick. We know what we want to do, and we pick uh, this kind of meditation today because I know that I want to work on this tonight I use something else you know so meditation mindfulness is what I use the most and then I have an ongoing uh, development uh, self-development path that I'm still on I have um, on several courses that I'm training myself also with energetics with the healing uh, this is something that I'm exploring and because I want to see where I am uh, going towards so where I'm moving, so what is uh, my soul telling me to do? So what is, because whenever you reach one uh, stage, then your soul is not happy. You want to, you have to go further and further. So that's the natural progress of, of learning because everything moves. Nothing, nothing stands, nothing is standing. So everything moves, every, everything is in progress and we, uh, we have to embrace it, and uh, but we have to to um, pace it the, our own way. Obviously, we have to find the pace. Sometimes it's slower, sometimes it goes faster. But we we I, I do this, and I are really um, are really open to more and more and more in my life. <laughs> wow, that is a beautiful way of putting it, and I appreciate you and honor all the work you're doing in this space for women over 50. 
So you can learn more about Michaela Fontenelle's work at magic50.com and rockytravel.net. Thank you, Michaela, for being on the program all the way from Italy. I don't even know what time it is there, but I appreciate you. And I thank you for the tremendous light you are bringing to the world. Thank you so much, Maria, for having me. I really, really appreciate it. And I really enjoyed this, this chat with you. I was really thankful for that. And I hope your guests are enjoying it too and finding it helpful. Thank you. And join us next week for another conversation with an inspiring woman who is helping us along the path to figuring out how to become our best version. 